Welcome, everyone, to episode zero of your new favorite Juggalo podcast. It's almost like Channel Zero on Season of the Pumpkin, right? That's true. It's a good start. They flip in the channels. All right. <laughs> so, we are the Juggalo Rewind podcast. We're going to give you a quick rundown of who we are, why we're here, and all that good jazz, and you can continue to listen to us as the season progresses. So real quick, what are we? We already said, we're the Juggalo Rewind. Uh, every season, we're going to dissect or discuss or just generally talk about a different CD in the Juggalo world. Yeah, deep dive, top to bottom. Deep dive. It's uh, historical impact on the Juggalo community. When is it going to come out? We're hoping for every Friday. That's give or take. If you know who we are and how we are, that's... It could blend over to Saturday. It could. You get a name for that, don't you? No. <laughs> also, where can you listen to it? We're thinking, you know, we don't have it set up currently because you're on, we are on episode zero, but if you're listening to this right now, it's probably on Spotify, Apple. All your usual spots. All the usual spots that you listen to podcasts. Uh, the one place we probably aren't going to be is YouTube because no one wants to see our ugly faces. And we probably won't be in China because I'm sure this will be explicit. Isn't China edit all theirs? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, that's a quick preview of what we are here. Speaking of what and where, you can find us all over social media. Mm -hmm. uh, Twitter and Instagram, at JuggaloRWD for Rewind. Uh, Facebook, you can find us. I think you just search Juggalo Rewind and we'll be there. And you can always email us at JuggaloRWD at gmail.com. We'll mention all these in every episode, but these are going to be the ways for you to keep track of the Juggalo Rewind and tell us, us how much feedback. you hate our opinions. That's also true. Uh, we're going to try to be factual as possible, but hit us on all those social medias and let us know what you're thinking. The two important things that we want to talk about here in episode zero, after the what, when, and where, is who we are and why you want to listen to us. That's right. I mean, there's plenty of review, podcasts, and I'm sure YouTube videos out the ass on on albums, you know, breaking down, but Correct. we're going to try to do something different, right? Yeah, there's a lot of different Juggalo stuff out there. Um, we've listened to a couple of them, and they're very good. I mean, we're not going to deny that there's a lot of different opinions, a lot of different people out there for every topic, and we're just trying to make our niche here. Uh, so real quick... We haven't even discussed ourselves. No, we don't know our names, do we? Not at all. <laughs> My name is Peter, and I'm here with Chris. Howdy. And if you know us from other things, it could be from the 20 by 20 podcast where we talk about wrestling. We have a t-shirt company, 20 by 20 apparel. Yep, in the wrestling realm. Yes, for the wrestling culture. And yep. here we're in the juggalo culture. Yep, and... You, you have a little illuminary background when it comes to the juggalo culture. I didn't <laughs> didn't even want to go here. But okay, we'll, we'll save that for another day. We will. <laughs> so, real quick, we just want to talk about who we are and, you know, why you should be listening to us. Just a little bit about ourselves. We are both living in Metro Detroit. We've lived here for most of our lives. All of my life. Yeah, you're... 100% Detroit. Born and bred Juggalo. I'm just a little bit Detroit. Uh, I've been here for a good majority. I've been here for like 35 years. Yeah, it's good enough. Um, shows how old I am. Um, <laughs> I've been here for 36 years. <laughs> just our past of listening. This isn't going to be a who's better than anyone else for listening. 
you know, for longer, but just to give you a perspective, I've been listening since 1995, uh, roughly, I believe I picked up my first couple albums when Riddlebox came out. So that'd be October of 95. Okay. Um, you, what was your first venture? Uh, yeah. Mine goes back to a grade school. Um, buddy of mine's older brother was junior high, high school, probably high school. I think he drove and he had cassette tapes and it was just finding, uh, the ones that stand out was the Ringmaster tape, like super cool looking, Beverly Hills. And it was just like, oh, wow, these look awesome. And like just dubbing those on the little double boombox. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that that was the way in. And I remember seeing he had the big Riddlebox poster of his bed, or no, Riddlebox Ringmaster poster. And like, oh, this looks super cool. And then, uh, yeah, from there, just like, I think a little bit there. And then it was the. The forgotten, not forgotten freshness. The shockumentary MTV oh, yeah. thing is like what kind of was like the the spark that blow it up more. Like you know, you listen to it a little bit as a kid. This kind of cool, and then junior high is when that was probably on TV, and that was the that was the moment it was over. I was right. like, I'm super into this. <laughs> and just like anything else, I think we've been in and out over the years. You know, we've been super into it at some point, and then oh, you yeah. pull back, and then another album pulls you in, and a different group or a different show. I mean, 25 plus years. Jesus. It's crazy that it's that long. <laughs> but we've been to, you know, our share of concerts and gatherings and just events, mm-hmm. whether it's Astronomicons or, like I said, gatherings, Fright Fest, Hollow oh. Wicked. Just, it's all, all of them, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's all the time. Collection, it was audio, posters, shirts. Oh, yeah. We're, you know, not as deep into it, again, as maybe we used to or some other people are, mm-hmm. but this isn't a contest we're just now we're gonna dig into the why why you should listen to us we're just two normal people uh we may like juggalo music but we like other stuff you know sometimes the juggalo culture i don't want to say gets a bad name but the voices that come out of it are puts people off is that fair to say um yeah i I think it has a uh would you say a stereotype to it of like Especially when you see a representation in pop culture, like when SNL does a skit or something, you know, yeah. there's always a, uh, I guess, an idea of what it is. And it's not always factual. I mean, there may be some truth in it, but I like think it's a it's a play on yeah general idea turned up to ten. Yeah. yeah, and we're just two normal guys die hard for for a little bit, but we have our toes in, in different things. I, I feel, and we're gonna give you an interesting perspective as we go along to kind of put a historical purpose. Mm-hmm. Is that what you would say? Like, a, but Yeah, I think uh, this music in general gets overlooked big time. It, I feel like some of it's got a pop culture relevance. Relevance? Relevance, yeah. Uh, but it never, the music is usually secondary on that end, you know, it never, it's reviewed or discussed um uh we're you know doing research for the the first season here there's like no reviews anywhere for an album that many people who are fans of this consider a all-time classic yeah. which is kind of crazy as fans of other music stuff gets dissected non-stop i mean you talk about beatles <laughs> rolling stones uh, yeah anything there's a, a billion you know discussions and documentaries and all Books this and, and yeah, yeah. podcast upon there, there's podcasts about every episode of the office right. and there's like probably dozens that are like that and they're all interesting in their own ways because they have their own perspective mm-hmm. and just like there's other juggalo podcasts or videos i think that talk about different songs or or albums or however they do it 
we're just going to try to go uh, season by season, album by album, and, and like I think we said before, put these albums on a pedestal that maybe other people, that we feel that they should be, mm-hmm. but they're not out there for mass consumption. And it's going to be a, a slightly different voice. Right. Uh, there's plenty of reviews and dissections of Juggalo albums out there in the Juggalo community, and it's only in that community. And we kind of want to look at them as like, this is just an album that came out. Of course, these are historical context in the Juggalo world, but like, what do we view it as just an album as whole and like, you know, what what it did and how it sounded and yeah. I don't know. Try to bring in some outside ideas to to dissecting these. Yeah, I, I, we think it's going to be a, an interesting lesson. Um, we should probably tell everyone what this season is going to be. Yeah, because we we've alluded to it, but we haven't really said it. So this first season, we are going to discuss "Most Tasteless" by the group Twisted. That's right. A couple things that I want to mention before we get too deep into this, mm-hmm. and we may mention this going forward, but we this is what episode zero is for: is getting all this out of the way. Preface. Yes. That's the word, or right? preface, Pref- as we call it. <laughs> um, Chris and I don't want to turn this into any. A versus B, or any hatred, or any shit-talking. That's the first swear we've had. (laughs) Any shit-talking, like, this may be the Juggalo Rewind, and we may be doing Most Tasteless first, but at no point are we going to play the Psychopathic versus Magic Ninja. No. Like, never ever. So, you may have your opinions, people have their whatever side, quote-unquote, they're on. We're not doing that. This is all strictly... Histor- we don't want to say historical purposes because I feel like we're talking like, you know, we're better than everyone else or we have a better opinion than everyone. We don't. No. We're just putting it on. on just trying to record. view it a different way. Yeah. But yeah, there's no room here for playing games or playing sides. That's no. We enjoy it all. I, I just really want to care. Get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, like definitely. Another reason why we're doing this, especially for most tasteless. I think that Twisted is going in such a direction that they're always gaining different fans. Mm-hmm. Maybe some are falling off, just like we kind of said. Like, and it's not to their fault. Like, people get old, or people move on, or right. people randomly pick sides. Like we just said, we don't do. <laughs> they are going in a direction currently where they're on the Warp Tour, or mm-hmm. they're doing songs with rock bands, or they're on 89X here in Detroit. So, if you are a, a fan from the days of House of Crazies, mm-hmm. or you're a fan that just saw them on the Warp Tour last year, and you don't know anything about them, right. you can get something from what we think this season is going to be. It's strictly going to be something about an album that most people think is their best, mm-hmm. it was their first, and whether you were there with them in 1998 or you're brand new to them and you've never heard a song, mm-hmm. we think we're going to be able to bring you in and, and entertain you and, and give you some facts you know, that, that you will enjoy. Yeah. And like you were kind of mentioning, they're a vastly different band now than they were then. I mean, in the other realm, Insane Clown Posse, also way different now than they were then. But like, like this album in general, we discussed a little bit before we started, is just uh, like a melding of like, two different worlds of their their time so i think it's a super interesting one to pick to start with because it kind of bridges the gap of 
pre and post psychopathic and pre mm-hmm. and, you know they're different sounds and they're a band that is morphed a hundred times on their sound so it you know it's kind of their first first venture of changing sounds i would right. say right we alluded to it before there's so many podcasts that do this type of thing um just a couple that we i don't want to pay homage to but that we listen to mm. um i listen to one called the better band podcast that does this about pearl jam songs um, what's the one that you listen to? My, yeah, mine's more of a historical documentation, but Cocaine and Rhinestones, History of Country Music, and his other one, Your Favorite Band Sucks, which is a great kind yeah. of uh, kind of just blowing up the whole myth of like this is the greatest band ever, where you know they're no better than anyone else. They're they're good, but they have plenty of faults, so that right. type of thing. So uh, yeah, those are the two things that influenced me when it came to like, well, we should do something juggalo and like break it down like a normal like a normal it's a normal uh, musical discussion or something right you know? something that just isn't done out there right um, i think there's one about prince that yeah. goes through all his albums um like we said there's ones on the office there's ones on sopranos the uh, seinfeld my god <laughs> um so we're just going to try to do something in that realm but we're just bringing it to the juggalo realm and talking about tv shows got to give props to uh the x-file files that show is fantastic <laughs> which uh I can't say his name. He's an actor, and he did the. He started that and just toxic culture of people getting annoyed online, so he just stopped doing it. But his was super fun of just breaking down every episode and you know what what, what happened. So that was another one that influenced me. Uh, we we're talking about those. That's good. So once again, we're gonna do every week. I think we're gonna try to do a different track off of Most Tasteless, and uh, just be along for the ride. It, it may be me and Chris. It may be one of us, and we may have guests, we may have special guests, or we may just have some random people that will uh, mm-hmm. just be a different voice for you. So it, it's going to be an adventure here for the next couple months, because how many songs are most tasteless? Uh, da, 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 14. So you'll be with us for the next 14 weeks. Again, maybe you're listening back to us, and maybe this is in the future. And uh, 14 is a solid number. The actual time limit, though, a little long. We'll get to that when we start breaking things down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot to break down. All right, so we are in episode zero. We haven't even gotten to the track listing yet for Twisted's Most Tasteless. But we want to just give a quick little history lesson, I guess. Um, there's plenty of websites and podcasts that can do this for you. Um, obviously, you know, Wikipedia's kind of shitty actually from what i remember looking but there's a couple good ones out there that'll give you a history and if you want to get super in-depth about that go right ahead but we're just going to give you a quick overview of twisted's uh what would you call it like the not recording but the the most tasteless era Mm -hmm. i guess juggalo eras are kind of like wrestling eras Uh, (laughs) they they, definitely do you you they're either by albums or just by whatever changes in that time like General look, feel, vibe, yeah, kind of measures it. Yeah, it's like wrestling has the golden era and the attitude era and the ruthless aggression mm-hmm. era. It seems like more juggalo time may be based on, like, album. Mm-hmm. I guess some get mixed together. Yeah, but, I think a few lump in. Um, the family era, I hear people talking <laughs> about. Um, definitely we're in some weird eras now that I don't think go by albums. No, But it could not. be because we're older. Like, there's another perspective like we are not you know 15 year olds listening to this anymore Mm -hmm. like we're looking back 25 years later as 35 40 year old men Um, (laughs) it's hard to dissect that 
nostalgia boost when you hear these albums because when you first heard them, my God, what it what it what yeah. it meant and what it felt. <laughs> and maybe that's another reason why we're doing this. Like if if you just started listening to Twisted this year and mm-hmm. you've never heard Most Tasteless, maybe you'll hear this and think, "Wow, that's really cool." Or Maybe like, look at these two old assholes clinging out of the past. <laughs> yeah, like it, there's a whole bunch of, of different things you can glean from this. So I, I think, you know, you're along for the ride with us. And right. It's nostalgic for us, and hopefully it's either nostalgic for you, the listener, or you're going to learn something. But mm-hmm. either way, I hope it's entertaining. That's, so. that's all that matters. So as we said, we're talking about Twisted uh, for this season. You may or may not know. Like it's weird to even how we're gonna do this. Um, there was for many years a rap group called House of Crazies mm-hmm. that had three members. It was uh, Bones, Hectic, and ROC. Sometime in 1997 ish, Bones and Hectic broke away and joined Psychopathic and became Twisted. There's a lot behind that, and maybe we'll get deeper into that in different episodes as you may see because mm-hmm. I think that'll rear its head in different episodes. Right. But basically Twisted became a band on Psychopathic, you know, the second I don't want to say the second coming, but they were definitely like ICP's uh, what would you even call it? Like uh they're just second in command on the label. Like Yeah, I mean there's been a few acts before them and Misery at that point was on the label still. Yeah, but they both came on about the same time. They were the first ones that kind of Blew up, you know, off of the uh, the, the second in command, I guess you'd say. Right. However you want to describe <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, at that time. Say that. House of Crazies had been opening for ICP. Actually, that's where I saw them. Okay. I, I saw them open for ICP in, oh man, uh, spring of '96. Oh man. And I remember very vividly, and we didn't know anything about anything back then. We we're just going to a show. Right. And Jamie Madrox was rapping at the end with ICP. And we just all joked, like, man, he could be, like, the third member. Like, he's <laughs> up there, he's having fun, he looks like them. Like, why aren't these guys, like, a super group? Like, we didn't put it in those words, but we definitely were thinking it. Right. Then come to find two years later, like, that's exactly what they were doing. Like they. Now, as a question yeah. for you, did you know that was them when they were signed and showed up and this album came out? Did you put it together that that was that band? Um, I feel like we, that was the early times of the internet. Mm-hmm. So I think we, it was already, we like must have common known. knowledge. Yeah. Well, I, I, so th- that's funny that you say that. Um, cause of my, our next bullet point here is when they started doing shows with ICP. So Twisted started opening for them on the house of horrors tour, which was early 1998. Mm-hmm. I saw them at least once or twice and you can see videos online. We may be posting some on our website, which would be, we didn't talk about before. <laughs> It'll be juggalorewind.com. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna. it's going to be the full word, Juggalo Rewind, okay. all spelled out. We're doing this as we go along, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, so we'll for sure come down along here. Yeah, we, we may have some videos on there. Um, I saw them at least once or twice. They just played in front of the curtain. I mean, curtain was closed, Mm -hmm. and they just came out wearing hoodies. I think Jason and Michael Myers were with them. They may have had like they may have had like like a tiki torch kind (laughs) of thing. Um, But those first couple, I mean, let's let's not pretend anything. Like everyone wants to say, 
you know, opener suck or, you know, now like, oh, this guy's good. This group's bad. And everyone kind of has rose colored glasses with Twisted. (laughs) Those first couple shows, uh, they were not overly liked. Mm -hmm. Um, It could have been different cities. I, I don't recall like anyone specifically being like shitty about it. But I've just heard or gathered over time that like some cities, they just didn't pop. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if those fans didn't know HOK or they didn't care. I mean, they had they to just, be very localized. I imagine it's just Metro Detroit at that point. Yeah, I don't think House of Crazies went. Because the ICP was barely yeah. branching out at that point even. I mean, they went to like Dallas and other places. Yeah, but like a couple I, hubs. Yeah, I don't know if HOK did. I couldn't imagine. But again, like the internet was just starting, so that should have been out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, I I can't say that I recall. I, I feel like we knew who they were, but I don't think it was just like, oh, I remember that guy. I, yeah. I think we must have known somehow. Like, I mean, talk about the era of like flyers and in stores. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's a whole nother <laughs> conversation. But we must have known that these two bands, Twisted and Misery, were up and coming. Mm-hmm. And so we had to have put two and two together. Um, okay. Especially people who followed HOK a lot closer. Mm-hmm. They must have known that there was a break because they weren't doing shows. Right. So, oh, what happened? You know, it's depending on who you're a fan of, I'm sure you could follow. Mm-hmm. But for me in particular, I don't know if we put that together. But we saw them a couple times. They did four songs, I think, four or five songs to open on that tour. And that was early 1998. Mm-hmm. As we're talking about, the CD Most Tasteless ended up being released in August of 1998. So that had the uh, famous, I mean, again, we, we say a lot of this like famous, like to in, the in, normal person, <laughs> it's not famous, but like in the underground slash juggalo slash Detroit music, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's famous, classic, like yeah. the, all these words, like this is why we're doing this. Right. Um, they had the, the hoods cover. So it's like them and the, the hoodies or mm-hmm. the, the hoods up came out in CD. Also had two different tapes, it had a clear tape and a solid yellow tape. And they, uh, we'll d- discuss that later, but they've re-released. Oh yeah. I, the cover, um, with, with the yellow tape recently, right? That was, a. Uh, yeah, so dope. They released it twice. <laughs> now we're getting we're getting way ahead of yeah. ourselves. Did you get most tasteless when it came out, or was that before your before my I, uh, reissue was where I first? Which was only I mean now we're skipping ahead a little bit. So it was re released on Island in June of '99. So only nine months later. Which in current timeline, the way we live now is so fast. But back then, it seemed like a huge. Different like when when that album came out. So my take on this, heard them on Fatter Whack. Was like, holy shit, what is this? This is mm-hmm. crazy. That reissue came out, got that, and then you, again, I don't know how early internet days you find out. Oh, there was an original version, so you have to track that down. And it felt so much older at the time when, like you said, it literally yeah. was less Just, than a year before. Yeah, uh, we should also mention that we both live or went to school right around Rock of Ages. Yeah. So that's a store in Garden City that I wouldn't say specializes in Juggalo music, but I mean, one of the very few mom and pop stores that are left right yeah, it's now. it's still and, kicking. Yeah, it was right, one of the original Juggalo hotspots, as you'd yeah, say. You had, at the time, you had Hot Hits, Rock of Ages, Dearborn Music, um, one or other, one or the two one others. The one out in, uh, the one way up there, right? Uh, 
in Roseville. Didn't I just say Hot Hats? Hot Hats. I, no, I'm thinking of the that? other one. Um, uh, across the street? Record time? Maybe, yeah. I think yeah. that's what I was thinking of. So, I mean, talk about when you knew stuff was happening. It was just from flyers and, and tapes being there. Yeah, so. that's definitely where I found the, the hood cover. Was there, <laughs> Talk of Ages. Yeah, and there's still stuff there. So we still <laughs> still utilize these stores here in 2021. So, yeah, I, I distinctly remember going to Hot Hits to get the CD. Because there was an in-store, and they did this over the years, there's back-to-back in-stores. One day it was at Rock of Ages, one day it was at Hot Hats. And I think I went to at least one, if not two. And this is just a twisted in-store. Yes, um, because my cover of Most Tasteless is autographed in okay. gold. So I don't remember which one I went to. I vaguely remember, this is so weird that we're like going off on a tangent here. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if we'll do this in every episode, but like, I think this is the episode that like a deep dive, kind of personal, mm-hmm. just talking about us and our right. memories. Like, hopefully, everyone listening to this, you know, you get flooded with Juggalo memories. Mm-hmm. And if you want to, find us on social media, email us, and we're going to, you know, repost or put all this together in, a, in an episode at the end. So Nice package. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> our... Our nostalgia here, even as we're sitting here and recording this, is bringing it up for you, too. Mm-hmm. I can. I always want to try to put the dates together, but I distinctly remember driving out to Hot Hits. And I mean, I'm, in, I'm a senior in high school, I guess, maybe at the first year of college. And uh, it had to be a Tuesday because you see, this was came out on Tuesday. Then, yeah. And I think there was some kind of primary... <laughs> which like there was some kind of voting but it doesn't make sense because it's not November so it had to be some kind of primary local or local. local election and I remember someone calling me because I, I was driving my dad's car and he had a car phone in it <laughs> it was like the phone with like the bag fancy man <laughs> <laughs> and I remember him calling me or paging me and I called him back and he's like where are you and I'm like I'm going to Roseville and he's like why and I'm like I'm going to vote I just like <laughs> made some like I'm going voting and Definitely going to see Twist. Why would you be voting in Roseville? I don't know. I was just I, I don't know why I remember that being a voting day. That's so amazing. Maybe I'm mixing things up, but that's how I No, I think August my, is like local some local primary. election usually. So there was something with that that my buddy email or emailed me, um, called me and he's like, Are you voting? Oh, fuck, I'm going to see Twisted. So um you had your back to back in stores there. Um, I also believe there was the release party, which I was not privy to. Like, maybe you had to be part of, like, the ICP fan club mm-hmm. to even know about that stuff. Like, again, nowadays, we're sounding like old men for you kids, but, like, it wasn't social media. You didn't know when your favorite band was doing a, a show or... I mean, a hotline, right? Maybe that was where you heard? Maybe. Um, I truly... It had to be through the ICP fan club. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see how else you would have done it. Right. And that would have been printed a month or two ahead of time and mailed out and like the, the colored, you know, right. Kinko's things. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was definitely a record release party on that day. Where was that at? Did they have it? Man, you're making me look bad for not doing, uh, <laughs> sorry. I thought you, no, that's okay. We'll post pictures. I want to say it was at the shelter. Yeah. And I want to say right. ICP and twisted both performed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people we know went there. I just uh, I was not there, but we'll we'll post pictures from on our social. Maybe media we'll about get some uh, some firsthand uh, accounts 
throughout the season here. Yeah, well, the more people we talk to, they may have some uh, info on some stuff like that. And if we make any mistakes on any of these episodes, feel free to email us and correct us and... We'll, we'll, we'll correct it throughout the season. Yeah, we'll tie all that up, too. That's what we're here for, is to try to get the definitive <laughs> history and just discussion of, uh, of Most Tasteless. At the time, it's funny to say, like, there's rumors, but I remember at the time, everyone was like, oh, there's a cover with, like, the, the dead fetuses yes. on it. And it's like, I I know those on scene. Oh, now it's bringing it back. This is so funny <laughs> that we didn't put this in our notes. I distinctly remember in the Metro Times and the Orbit. Mm-hmm. Remember all those? Oh yeah. There was like glossy flyers in them. Four plugged in. Yeah, like someone would slide them in. Yeah, you don't know if someone did it or did they? I'm sorry. Did the Metro Times do it before they were distributed, right. or did someone actually them? go and put them in? And I know it was for the re-release, but I'm positive they had them for the original too. Mm-hmm. And it had like the blue and kind of gray cover from mm-hmm. the of the fetus cover. Yeah. And I, that has to be why everyone thought that was a thing. Yeah, because there's the flyer that's out yeah. there that you see the photos all the time. But yeah, no one has ever, outside of the reissue, seen that cover. Right? Yeah, there was always like, oh my God, there's like five copies made. And oh, they're <laughs> that was all- the best of this timeline is yeah. like this mysterious someone trying to hunt. You don't really have that anymore of hunting down these no. things that don't even exist probably. <laughs> like you didn't have YouTube and people to ask. Like yeah. you had AOL chat rooms and bootleg websites that, that dealt with trading of, of tapes and, and CDs right. and flyers, which again, now we're talking flyers. There are a ton of flyers promoting most tasteless right. so they could have gone out to the fan club or they could have just been put up at rock of ages right and, and rock of ages it. always had in the front they had little slots of all the flyers just yeah i used to take them all the time back in the day oh, yeah. <laughs> stock them but it, now that we're talking about it yeah all the flyers either had michael myers and jason on them and it had like coming soon mm-hmm. or it had dates or it had the ones for the specific in stores um, but yeah, I feel like there were glossy ones with the most tasteless cover with the fetus, and everyone was like, "Oh, that's that's out there, da da da." I honestly don't know if anyone ever recovered those, so I'd, I'd love to know a real story about that. But I feel no, like that's all I, urban legend in my mind at this I, point. I agree. I, I think it's kind of urban legend's a good word for that. <laughs> um, and as we said, um, eventually, almost a year later. Twisted and Psychopathic re-released Most Tasteless on Island Records, because right. that's what um, ICP just signed to. Again, you had a tape and a CD. Uh, there were a couple promo CDs, different versions. The difference mainly with the re-release and the original, you had some songs taken off, you had five new songs added, and then you had like the spooky new cover, right? With the, um, the yeah, comic the book cover. Comic book cover. Like you said, that was your introduction, right? right. Like that's your because I guess we should go back. the The hoods cover was only local, like that was only in Rock of Ages hot hits, like local stores. Right. Whereas the island version was national. Everywhere. So, I mean, I assume it was national. Just it was more yeah, widespread. Island. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, you're not finding the hoods cover at a Best Buy. You're finding the cartoon right. reissue at a Best Buy. <laughs> and then from there. Uh, according to our notes as we go through. Obviously, like, Twisted puts out more CDs. Everyone just continues to grow. 
at the gathering in 2002. So 2002 was in Peoria, Illinois, mm-hmm. right? You were there. Oh right? yeah, that's my that's my last one. <laughs> um, they released an official CD with the fetus cover. Okay. Now this is something I don't have in my notes, and someone can correct us, or we can dive into in future episodes. I assume that's the original lineup. Oh, track the listing. original track listing. Yeah, I would. It, I would imagine it have to be. Yeah, because that's. Um, I mean, that just makes sense. Yeah, but um, I think I, I didn't get that at the time. I distinctly know that I bought mine from Stevo. I bought it. <laughs> so, which uh, I was with him at that show, so I don't know why I didn't buy it there. Who knows? Probably because you were saving your money for the Dark Lotus. Um, I bought a lot of stupid stuff yeah. there. <laughs> we all bought a lot of stupid stuff at a lot of different shows. <laughs> So that was 2002. They officially came out with the fetus cover. It took a very long time for anything else, most tasteless, to come out. So 2016, 14 years later, Twisted put out uh, the fetus cover on tape. Two different colors of tape, blue and yellow. Which is the original colors, right? Or the yellow mm, is? Yeah, the originals were clear yellow and solid yellow. Yeah. So the uh, nice little throwback, though, with the yellow call, like callback to that yeah. and it's, color scheme. Both Twisted and ICP have done this over the years, but definitely doing two different colors means collectors <laughs> need... <laughs> this, uh, that's something we'll dive in throughout this whole series. Is for sure. The collectible aspect of all these things. So you know people were getting both of those. And then soon after that, in 2017, Twisted put out a 20th anniversary vinyl and CD um, with another cover that, I don't want to say it's iconic, but what would you call that? Like the the priest cover? Kind of like, it's a hoods, but it's different than the original. Hoods. Yeah, it's weird because the color scheme looks like, it's more of the reissue era. You know, that red, red and, and yellow. yellow. It doesn't, you know, the image is definitely from that hoods era, I would say. But I guess not because they have the they have the face paint on. So, yeah, yeah it's kind of it's strange. Wasn't but. there a, I mean, I know they did shirts and everything with a million different images, but wasn't there an original poster that was very similar to that? There, there's a, there's a, the giant size. So they have the 18 by 24, right? Smaller posters, which has the, the hood lightning, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it. Then they have the huge with the, the tagline, oh, the yeah. runs beat the streets. Right. So that's reissue era. You're right. And that's so that photo shoot is definitely from the reissue era. You're right. It's not that. Cause that's like, the exact same photo shoot. Is it? didn't have the priest stuff on that poster. And it's like the same colors. I yeah. feel like it's like a throwback to that, the red and yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a throwback to red and yellow brother. Uh, <laughs> Wrong podcast. Yes. <laughs> so that was 2017. They re-released those. And I believe that's kind of all audio-wise mm-hmm. that they've redone with Most Tasteless. Just to kind of wrap up what we would call an era, like we talked about before, uh, the Most Tasteless era, I would say, ran from late 97, because the CD came out in mm-hmm. the fall of 97, to the gathering of 2000. Um, I know that's kind of a long time, but they were touring Right. With ICP. They didn't come out with Freak Show until Halloween of 2000. Yeah. So at the Gathering 2000 in Novi is when they first played. Those couple the, the, singles, yeah. Yeah, and they wore like the Freak Show jersey. Yeah, they, so have, I, the, they have the, the, the video that's on the Born Twisted tape. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like up to that point, you know, that's kind of your era. Yeah, like that's where they Two years of most tasteless. Jumping into the next run. So that's kind of the era we're talking about. Um, Maybe in future episodes, we'll talk about things like 
merch or you know posters shirts and there's a shit ton of them so (laughs) we probably would only stick to originals but for uh for our week-to-week episode, we're just going to stick to audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, old bread and butter. What what brings <laughs> us to the dance is the music, right? Yeah, that's what we're here. Well, and then we just collected all the other nonsense. But <laughs> I, need an, I need a new updated version of that uh, nice blue twisted logo from that era. That was a nice t-shirt. Just like the... the, the not the script logo, yeah, but the, the, the twisted. Yeah, the one that's on the album cover. Yeah. On the, they had it on all different color schemes, like red, blue, and all that. That blue one was real nice. They've done so many of those. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're all so good, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, if we're... Yeah, let's just dive we, into We don't want to get into... <laughs> we'll move on. We gotta yeah, get there's, we can have a whole, whole topic about... We'll have a special episode for that down the line. I think we will. Yeah. I think that'll be a good one. Um, we have a couple people that can help us out with. So I think that's about it. That's episode zero. If you're a fan of any other podcast episode zero is just the one that we use as like a a placeholder slash test run slash you know make sure that the links are working Mm. and just kind of an introduction and especially with what we're doing here the introduction is literally going to be track number one so we didn't we didn't want to flood that episode we just wanted to give everyone a little taste of who we are why you want to listen and you know all that good stuff would you agree? Right on. Yeah, you got to who we are. We just, yeah, dive in, like you said, dissecting this. I'm like, who are these two assholes? Yeah. And you can uh, <laughs> quickly learn, uh, you know, that Chris is going to hit the table every two minutes and you're going to make noises that way. And don't act like you can't do it now. You've been doing it for 20 minutes. No, I haven't. <laughs> you, you definitely have. Um, but that's just another part of our charm. You know, some podcasts you listen to and they're very what do you call it? I don't want to say dry, but it's just read from a script or like in a bubble. And it's, we're not like that. This is meant to be a little conversational, but also historical and, and putting things in their proper place. So right. we're, we're going to try to make these as, as clean as possible, but also know that we're just two assholes and we're going to fuck things <laughs> up and you're going to hear different noises or we may be out and about at events doing these, you know, it's, not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. You're going to hear things in the background, but we're going to make this as nice and clean Just as possible. Just make sure you blame all the mistakes on Pete. No, I'm not the one who's banging the table and clinking my cores light against the <laughs> microphone. Uh oh. So Chris is going to uh, get a refill on his drink ski there, and we're going to call this good for episode zero. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at juggalo rwd for juggalo rewind also feel free to email us at juggalo rwd at gmail.com you can find us on facebook but facebook kind of sucks so i don't know how you're going to find us there and then tune in next week for the first episode of us diving into twisted's most tasteless right here wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts thanks